When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Welcome back to another episode of Free Table Gamers. I'm your host Colin here with Ashton, as always. Hey guys, how are you doing? All right, got quite a bit to cover from, especially from last week, going on in this week. But we'll start out with PS Plus games for August. Games with gold. Okay, math backwards. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't me. Don't hurt my feeling. Uh, Blue Fire for you know games with gold August first to August thirty first, and then Inertial Drift. Is that how you say that? That's how I thought it was pronounced. Yeah. Okay, that's what <laughs> I thought. August first to August thirty first on the Xbox One only. Yeah, I don't have any details on these games because I've never heard of them, so I didn't really care all that much to get these details about them. I don't know if Colin has descriptions on them or not. Uh, I actually do. Like I said, last week, one of them is, when we were talking about those patents for Legend of Zelda, this one is, I mean, it's kind of an, Bluefire is kind of an indie game, but it takes inspiration from Dark Souls and Legend of Zelda combined. With some 3D platforming involved, so I mean, I I say 3D platforming loosely. I mean, haven't played the game, but anytime I see 3D platformer, I think of like Mario or whatever. But yeah, I guess to an extent, you could you know with some 3D Zelda dungeons, you do technically do 3D platforming. Yeah. So I mean, yet again, I think that still falls under the same category. Uh. It also had an open critic score of 71. I couldn't find a Metacritic on it. And now that I'm reading it again, I think the it's eternal internal drift opposed to the other way around, just because I think uh, whenever I was researching it, that's what the game cover was, was internal drift. Internal? And it's, yeah, in, internal. Uh, but it's... And I think internal makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> yeah, but it's, so the T is not before the E. Is it not? The game cover I've seen was, but I mean, I may be covering the wrong game here. But anyway, there, there's a, also a game called Internal Drift. If just my dyslexia didn't kick in whenever I was reading it. But it's a 90s-style retro racing game with an 81 open critic. So obviously it seems like a decent game enough since... A lot of, I mean, a lot of people seem to like it with the rating. I mean, it's not no Tears of the Kingdom rating. Oh, wise, yeah, but not much is. But for a racing game, that's a pretty decent, you know, uh, Metacritic score. I mean, open critic score. And yeah. obviously the main for the game racing-wise is the drifting mechanics. 
All right. But yeah, that thing I was telling you about last week with the patents, quote unquote, with the Legends of Zelda, that was just blue fire for a free yeah. game for. And if I'm not mistaken, they're getting rid of games of gold, aren't they? Yep. This is supposedly last month because uh, uh, Game Pass core tier starts September. So I don't know if they'll do like a farewell thing for September. Or just say forget it and not do a September one since they everybody does everybody that has gold does get grandfathered into core starting in September. If if they do a farewell games with gold month, then yeah, we'll cover it. But if not, this is probably the last month they'll have games with gold. It's not like it's any games worth playing. I mean, they might be fun games, but they're not big name games like they used to be. Yeah, they used to have the Metacritic scores on there where games were, you know, in the high 80s, low 90s. I mean, they'd have stuff like Dead Space, Forza, all, I mean, just a bunch of different good games. I guess Forza is kind of acceptable not to be on there now just because all the Forza games are on the Game Pass now. Yeah, well... Well, not all of them, but... Not one in... Two. I don't even think. I think three's not on there anymore. Talking about Horizon. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Forza Horizon one, two, and three aren't on Game Pass anymore. Just four and five. Okay. And none of the mo- motorsports are on there. Surprisingly. You think? Yeah. With kind them being first party, they would be on there. All of them would be on there, but they aren't. Which the new motorsports coming out later this year, so it'll probably be on there day one, I'm sure. Yeah, makes sense, anyways. Yeah, I think it's coming out in October. Unless they're going to try to pump sales out, but that's still kind of screwing over the community. Yeah, I mean, if Halo Infinite came out on day one, I see Forza Motorsport coming out day one. That's true too. I forgot that game existed. Halo Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> I still ain't played it. It's all right. I mean, Halo's all right. I don't mind it. It's not Call of Duty, but it's not bad. Well, I never really got into Halo. I know it was like a rave whenever we was like in elementary school. Like that's whenever it first started. And then it was just seemed like I just never really got into it. And then the first one I picked up and played was Halo 4. So, you know, at that point, already not not even technically the fourth game in the series just because I know they had, like, little sub-series of yeah. Halo. Like, I know Halo isn't the fourth game in the series. No. They had the little but it's side the games. Game. Yeah. Yeah. First one I, mean, I played... First one, uh, first one I played was Halo 2. I played on... played on Corey's 360 before I got to 360. But yeah, that's like I said, I picked up Halo 4 and I couldn't really get into it. Don't know if it's where I didn't have all the backstory for it, but still figured you can pick up a game and still think you could enjoy it straight from the thing. But I was playing campaign mode and multiplayer mode was way too different from Call of Duty for oh, me yeah. to get used to. Yeah, I don't now the TV series is pretty good. Yeah, which is the same way with Gears of War whenever I tried to play it too. I'm just like, oh, okay. It's third person. It's kind of weird. I mean, it's not bad, but... 
All right. Off the rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, now PS Plus games for August. Since we covered games with gold. I don't have those. What else one you sent me last week? I said Maybe switch it for games with gold. Because uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we already covered game. I mean, I probably covered PS Plus on here yeah. for this month. I think so. That's why I said switch it. Because those did. games seem familiar. So. I oh, no, I haven't seen any of them. Because oh. I would remember Destroy All Humans too. Because, like I said, that's the game I was interested in. Well, go ahead then. I got you. I said you had to get me last week. Yeah. Uh, PS Plus games for August. If we've already covered this, please let us know in our Discord. But if not, here is the, the new games for August for PS Plus. Uh, sea of Stars, PS5, PS4, available on the tw- 29th of August. Dreams PS4, move out to PS4, PS5. And the things I don't have dates on, they're already able to be grabbed since obviously we're midway through August at this point. Yeah. Uh, Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, PS5 and PS4. Lost Judgment, PS5, PS4. Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobed, PS5, PS4. Two Point Hospital Jumbo Edition, PS4. Source of Madness, PS5, PS4. Cursed of Golf, like Geo, like the game Golf, not yeah. the Golf. I've heard that's a pretty go. good indie game. Okay. PS5, PS4. PJ Mask, Cures of the Night. Oh, man. That's PS5. a good game. <laughs> Hotel Transylvania, Scary Tale Adventures, PS5 and PS4. Lawn Mowing Simulator, PS5 oh, and yeah. PS4. Uh, it comes out on August 28th. Spell Force Free, Reinforced, PS4. Midnight Fight Express, PS4. ES Premium version is the Medieval Resurrection for the PSP. Oh, well, I guess it was a PSP game. Yeah. Uh, Escape on the Loose was a PSP game, and Pursuit Force Extreme Justice was a PSP game. I don't know how how true it is, but the rumor is that the PJ Masks game is number one on, on Twitch right now in search. Like, people search up to watch that game all the time. And I don't know how true it is, but that's just what I've heard. Oh, man. I guess it's a real good game. I don't know. Might have to pick it up. I thought you were just being sarcastic earlier. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess a PJ Mask for kids, I guess. Maybe a game yeah, for kids. Watches it. It's yeah. on Disney. Yeah. I don't even know what platform it's on it's on one of them i know we watch it quite a bit is it i think it is disney disney junior or be on disney plus but i think it's on disney junior oh lawn mowing simulator though how about that i think last month we had power wash simulator now i got lawn mowing simulator getting all the simulators for the Household chores around the house. Yeah. Next is housekeeping simulator. 
Yeah. Get car you can vacuum your walls. Get car wash simulator. Yeah. Well, I guess that would technically fall underneath power wash. Yeah. When I think power wash, I think power wash your house. I guess you can power wash your vehicle too, but. That's DLC right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Now, the one that Ashton should have, uh, Sony's financial report for the last quarter. Yeah, so um, they've done pretty good. I mean, Nintendo, you know, we talked about it last week. It was really good. But uh, sales were $167.8 billion yen, which is 28% significant increase. Increase in sales of non-first-party titles, including add-on content. Increase in sales of hardware. And impact of foreign exchange rates. And then... The... Let's see here. Yeah, so that's for quarter one, year on year. And then this is just the 2023 so far. Not a specific quarter, just so far. It is a 270 billion yen, 7% upward revision, increase in sales of non-first party titles, including add-on content, so like DLC and just any game on the system, not just first party, but um, and then impact of foreign exchange rates. So they're doing pretty good. Um, I'm sure you have other details on it, but just the chart I have here was from them specifically, and they don't go into full detail about it but so that's what i have on it yeah mine's actually going kind of the opposite direction okay uh, <laughs> sony playstation financial sony reported a 31 percent drop in operating income in the first physical year from the last year citing a decrease in profit at its financial services and movie movie businesses it's not definitely not because i went and goes i went and seen a sony movie which it was the machine not a sponsor but uh went and watched it but it was sony you know they had the rights to filming it and everything which it was a burt kreischer movie so it was i mean it was a pretty decent movie so i mean i helped sony out with the movies and their first phys- their first uh i gave them about 16 bucks in ticket fees <laughs> Yeah, I don't people. think uh, the way we talk about Sony on here, I don't think anything from them will ever be a sponsor. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, the company raised sales forecast for full year, which is largely thanks to the boost in the PlayStation games business. So they increased a little bit on the games, but like I said, detrimental 31% drop from this time last year. And then they sold 3.3 million units of the PS5. In its April June quarter, so that's up thirty eight percent from last year. Which that's just from actually being able to find them within the past few months, more and more. Yeah, as we mentioned, that's their more their fault than what it is anybody else's right. fault. Right, because Nintendo didn't really have that much of an issue keeping their stuff on the shelves. That's very true. Sony, you suck. I've said it before. No sponsorship anytime soon. Ever. <laughs> now Microsoft and Nintendo maybe, but not Sony. Now Sony, if you want to, I mean, I may consider it, but 
I'll have to think about it. We'll, we'll keep you guys honest, that's for sure. Yeah. We're not going to lie to our viewers or listeners. And it's probably going to be Ashton's favorite topic to talk about today. Metroid, 5, Metroid Prime 4 rumors. <laughs> yeah, so it says it's been over four and a half years since Nintendo announced that Metroid Prime 4's development had been rebooted with Retro Studios taking over the project. And in the time since then, we've heard absolutely nothing about the game. With significant time having passed with next to no updates on the game, and with leaks claiming that Nintendo is preparing to launch a new console in the second half of 2024, questions about what Metroid Prime's 4 status is, when it's going to launch, and if it will still be a Switch game have been asked quite often in recent weeks and months. And while those questions remain unanswered for now, some potential new details on the game may have emerged nonetheless. Xbox era co-founder Nick Baker recently spoke about Metroid Prime 4 on the Xbox era podcast, not a sponsor, and offered some brief new details coming from someone he knows who supposedly got eyes on the game. In addition to the game looking visually unbelievable, we are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Said source also claims that Metro Prime 4 will be will also feature big, massive areas. Baker says that though he doesn't believe the game is going to be open world, it will have significantly larger areas than previous titles in the series. According to Baker, the person seeing the game in action apparently said that the size of the environments reminded them of Halo Infinite's big and open environments, though Halo Infinite really was open world, of course. So, um, first off, where they said that there's rumors saying that it may not be a Switch game after all. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think that this is going to be the title that's going to be like Breath of the Wild, how it was on both systems. It was on the Wii U and the Switch. I think this will be on the Switch and the next-gen Switch. I, that's just what I believe, because they may announce this game later this year, because they're saying a September Direct, that's next month, but 
I don't think they'll announce it then because they're going to want focus being on Mario, which comes out in October, and that'll have huge sales for holiday, which this would sell holiday too. But if they announce this, then they'd have to announce the next system, if my theory is correct, that, you know, that's going to launch on both systems. So, uh, but yeah, they said that it's got big, massive areas compared to the last games. And uh, it looks really good. They say that it has really good graphics for a Switch game. So, Well, yeah, which, I mean, I hope so at this point since they are they definitely know the system and what right. it will take, especially with Kingdom. Oh, yeah. How much different that was Breath of the Wild. Yeah. <clears throat> which, I mean, of course, it's all still just rumors. I mean, it keeps on popping up on the Nintendo Switch Online Store and get them taken right back down. Yeah. So, obviously, they're prepping some sort of detail with it. And, obviously, it's, it's still uh, real. It's still coming out. It's not being canceled. Yeah. Because they wouldn't just keep on posting on their store for people to do it. So, with their secret building hype with it just by being like, oh, it's here for me to grab, and it's gone. Yeah. So, they're kind of doing the mixture in between the Tears of the Kingdom and the Pikmin treatment. They're like, hey, we exist still, but, you know, nope, nope, we don't exist anymore type of situation. Get you ready for it. I say that I'll agree with you. I think it'll be released on the Switch and do that. But as much time as they're putting on it, I say it'll probably be another $70 game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially if it releases on next-gen Switch, uh, it'll be a $70 game. Because I'd say sure, uh, it'll follow this the same way next gen is on other consoles. All games are seventy dollars, so I think it'll follow suit with that. Yeah, because what uh, trying to think? Because the Mario game is just the sixty dollars. This two D Mario game is coming out. Yeah, and this one being a bigger title, and they're putting a lot more work into it than normal and the fact that it is a 3d game and they're making it bigger than the previous installments it'll definitely be worth the price tag oh yeah at the end i of mean the day. I, I wouldn't argue that price tag at all especially with what other companies are charging 70 dollars for at least a full game good game you know common ip metro prime 4 i mean i'd pay 70 dollars for it while you have some of these smaller games from companies you've never heard of charging 70 dollars Oh, yeah. Well, shoot, even the third-party developers are starting to get into it because Call of Duty is going to be a $70 game this year. Yep. The base game is. All right. Uh, switching over to back to Microsoft, they're going to shut down a 360 store. Yes, yeah, so it says... Microsoft is getting ready to phase out service for the Xbox 360. The company announced that it will shut down the Xbox 360 store in July 2024. Once the store is shut down, users will no longer have the ability to purchase new games or download content, including TV shows and movies from the service. In addition, the Microsoft, yeah, the Microsoft Movies and TV app will no longer work on the 360 after July 29, 2024. Not all is lost when the store is eliminated. Microsoft said the Xbox 360 users will still be able to play games on the console. Also, TV shows and movies downloaded from the Xbox Xbox 360 store will remain in the user's library. 
those programs will be viewable on the newer consoles or the movies anywhere app or site. So, I mean, I understand that they're going to, I mean, I don't blame them. Next year, the the system will be, what, 19 years old? So, yeah, I think it came out in 2005, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, so 19 years old next year, I'm surprised they haven't done it already. Because I know they haven't, it's because a lot of people played a 360, but say most people are probably on the Xbox, at least Xbox One by now, I would say. So, uh, at least you can still play your games, obviously, because, you know, you can play them on the disc, or it says if you've already downloaded the games and whatever, the movies and TV shows, you can play them, watch them, whatever. But, uh, at least they're not shutting down the servers. I mean... That's a plus, because I figured the store and the servers would go together. Oh, yeah. So, at least at least you can still play your games online, whatever games you do have for 360. Yeah, so at the end of the day, I mean, it's them just trying to get everyone to go to the Xbox ones at least. Well, that and it, it it costs money to leave those stores open on older consoles. Just like Especially Nintendo last week we talked about they're just now shutting down the internet capabilities for the Wii and DS and I mean that costs money to keep them open. I'm surprised it's taken them this long. Oh yeah. Especially when there's been two generations past this point now. Yeah. Same way with the 360. Right. There's two console generations separating them. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy they're keeping them alive longer, but it's it's really surprised me that they're doing it this long. Oh yeah. So I mean, almost I, twenty years. Yeah. So I'm not. I mean, I'm not upset about it. I mean, it sucks to see because I love the 360. I played the crap out of mine, but you, I mean, you just gotta understand that they don't last forever. <clears throat> That's for sure. All right, sticking with Microsoft, Xbox Game Pass is getting a day one version of a horror game. Hopefully this is the right one. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is coming to cloud console and PC on August 18th, which is today, the day of recording. It is available on day one with Game Pass. It says take on the role of one of the notorious Slaughter family or their victims in the Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre a third-person horror experience based on the groundbreaking and iconic 1974 horror film experience, The Mad and Macrobe for yourself, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, yeah, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, available today, day one on Game Pass. Sounds kind of like a Dead by Daylight slash Friday the 13th. That's exactly what I was thinking was that Dead by Daylight. Which I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre has been in Dead by Daylight. I think so. Because they're just made their own game. I mean, it makes sense, especially. I mean, it's just the movies. I don't know know who owns the rights to it now. Like, it's like 1974 film, so who knows who holds the rights to it now? So I know they just, I mean, they had a movie come out last year. It was, it's on Netflix, but it's pretty much a modern version of 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, like I said, somebody still owns it. It's yeah. just... I don't know. So is, it, is it just like the old one? Like they just rebooted it, kind of like uh, Pet Cemetery. Uh, I mean, I guess technically you can say that with any updated horror movie to an extent. Yeah, sometimes I mean, they don't like stay true to the original. I know Pet Cemetery had a little bit of differences, but yeah, sometimes they completely change everything about them. Yeah, I mean. There was obviously a lot more cell phones and oh, this yeah. one than what there was. Uh, the 1974 version, but yeah, I mean, as far as and then technically brutality wise, the 1974 one was able to get away with a lot more. Yeah. All right. Uh, MW3 is getting Treyarch zombies. Yes, so. Activision's release includes the first details on Zombies, which was previously confirmed for Modern Warfare 3 in a trailer tease. The new mode is described as an all-new open world in which players can team up to fight the zombies, zombie hordes in the largest Call of Duty Zombies map ever. The new mode superficially resembles an updated version of Outbreak, a popular Zombies mode from Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War but Activision doesn't mention Outbreak anywhere in its release. Instead, Zombies will feature an open-world PvE extraction survival experience, so player versus environment is what that means. New mechanics, players will also battle some of the biggest enemies in Call of Duty history. So I guess they're going to take a weird spin, like you said, Treyarch Zombies from Black Ops Cold War, and make it an open-world sort of thing, which... I mean, I don't know if it's in quotations, open worlds and in quotations. So I think it's just going to be a big map. Not, I mean, it'd be kind of hard to do an open world zombie mode unless you're doing a dedicated game for it. Just doing an, like a, just in a menu going to zombies and then a whole nother game pops up open world. Like that's kind of, I, mean, I guess it's possible, but not. Unless they've been working on it a while, I'd say it's not really that possible. So if they've only been working on it for a year, then it's not really possible. I say it'll be more like a big map, like Warzone style map, and then not necessarily an open world, but like you said, just something that size as yeah. a map, which is still massively huge for a zombies map. Yeah, that's that's really big. I'd like to know what they what they do with it though so where would you put all the players would you put them together would you spread them out throughout the map and have them find each other like just survive to find each other and then team up that way or i don't know how they would do it hold on i'm still trying to figure out why treyarch's taking over the zombies portion of a infinity ward game though that's what's confusing me because they could easily brought back because they're bringing back uh maps from Modern Warfare 2, like the original one, all 16 multiplayer maps that they have in that game, they're bringing back to this game, so they yeah, could easily... That's Infinity done. Ward. Yeah. Treyarch, I mean, they make better zombies, that's just what it is, so maybe they yeah. they just ask for their help on the zombies, I don't know. I mean, I agree with the making better zombies, but Infinity Ward, well, I can't say they never made a zombies game, because what they done ghost was infected right yeah 
Yeah, it was infected. But Advanced, Advanced Warfare was Sledgehammer. Yeah. So I still think of a game where Infinity Ward made a zombies game. Uh, Inf- Infinite Warfare was they made it right. Warfare. Yeah, that was the weird like '80s style setup, mm-hmm. '70s '80s style. Was, I like that game. I mean, the multiplayer was good. The zombies was kind of weird. I mean, it was all right. It was was it Zombie Land? That's what it was, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I, now that you said that, yeah, I think it was something. It was definitely a different type of zombies. Like yeah. I think you had like those that you could get or whatever from like the one booth thing. Yeah, it was it was weird. I mean, it wasn't bad, but just Treyarch makes better zombies. I mean, they made the first zombies, so they kind of have the formula down from the start. Cool. All the way back at World of War. Yeah, the fifth Call of Duty. And what? Now we're on the fifteenth. Who knows? I don't. I don't. I really don't. I was stopped counting a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, believe World of War is basically when everyone stopped counting, just because that's whenever they you st- had your Modern Black Ops, when you just had. Well, they stopped putting a number in the title at World of War, so. All right, I believe that is all the time we have for today. We got one topic left over. Not bad. That's no, not bad. About normal. Last week was an exception. Yeah. <laughs> Even one extra one thrown in. Yeah. Even though I was told to delete it. That's right. Sorry, you got it in. All right. Uh, follow us on our Discord, Twitch, YouTube, Kick. Are we doing? No, we don't do Kick on here, do we? No. No. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't remember. I think we do have one. I don't know. Look for us on there. I really uh, honestly don't remember. <laughs> we have so many things. YouTube. Fire merch at Red Circle. Red Bubble. Red Bubble. Red Bubble. Red Circles are main podcast thing. Uh, hosting platform. Yeah. Don't disband our sponsorship, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got anything to add to it in your personals? Yeah, it's all my personal junk. My uh, Twitch, YouTube, Kick. And that's it. Thank, thank you. Got it. All right. Later, guys. Catch you next week. Mm-hmm.